Hi everyone, Matt here, and I'm very excited about today because today I have as a guest Tara Hayes. Tara is a mental wealth mentor who specializes in helping women to overcome worry, fear, anxiety, to regain control of their lives. I'm sure there's going to be some really powerful insights and stories today, and uh, it's a pleasure having you with us today. Thanks, Tara. Thank you, Matt. Awesome. So, Tara, you are in the States, right? Is um, yeah. But I want to know, uh, I'm always very curious to know about your, your origin, you know, where everything started. How was the life for you as a kid? Life for me as a kid? Yes, yes. Well, life for me as a kid, I would say that I was very quiet and shy. Like, um, I grew up in Pensacola, New Jersey. Um, I have a sister. Well, I have two sisters. I have a twin sister and I have a sister who's two years older than me. So me and my twin were pretty close um, to the point that I didn't really have many other friends, really. Like, I had some friends, but I had this built-in best friend all the time. So I didn't really venture out. Um, it's like we always had each other. So whatever friend I made, it was her friend as well. And it's just that we, nobody really could break the two of us. Like if you saw me, you saw my sister. So we were like, it was just like a pair. And um, we would always wonder why we didn't have many friends. And it's because we didn't really need anybody. I mean, I had some, I had some associates, but it just wasn't, I never really like had a like strong connection with anybody else. Cause I had a twin all the time. So that's basically how I grew up in, in South Jersey. Um, me and my twin and my other sister and yeah and I grew up pretty pretty introverted pretty stayed to myself pretty reserved love it love it and so what was your 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 path in the early days did you study did you go to university or did you start straight away into your entrepreneurial journey how was it um I did actually go to college. I went, I started off in community college. Um, and then I did two years there. And then I went to Rutgers University and I had, I got my bachelor's degree in accounting um, business. Yeah, it was my, my associate's degree was in business administration. My, and my bachelor's degree was in accounting. Now, when I was in school, I actually didn't know what I wanted to go for. So at first I went for liberal arts because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So then um, me and my sister both, me and my twin, we both went for accounting. And the reason behind that is because I have an uncle who went to school for accounting. He became a CPA. So I was like, oh, well, if I need somebody to admire, somebody to look up to, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'll follow his path. So, and then comes to find out he didn't even stay with a CPA. He, he went on, on to um, do human resources. So it's funny how I followed him and it wasn't really my own path. Like I was like, um, I really like accounting, but knowing I was making myself like it. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't really what I was passionate about. Mm. You know, I just wanted to get through school and I was like, okay, I'll figure everything out. Everything will fall into place. So then like after I graduated, I graduated with um, my degree in accounting. I did a couple jobs and most of them were accounts payable jobs. And it was like, I was a staff accountant job. I never got hired for those jobs. It's like, they all wanted to keep me in accounts payable. So I wasn't really growing in there. And that could have been for um, my, my benefit because mm -hmm. it just didn't work out for me. So it's like, maybe because I was supposed to be somewhere else. 
So after that whole experience, like during, you know, I got fired from two accounting jobs. I was like, wait a minute, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. And then that's when my author journey came about. Wow. So at that, at that time, were you already so mature to kind of uh, um, to kind of see this? Or did you do some self-development back in, in these, those days to kind of see at this event in, in like, this is happening for me, not to me? <clears throat> or is this just looking back, kind of connecting the dots now? Yeah, it was kind of connecting the dots now. Like back then, I had like no sense of self-care like I always knew that I wanted to do personal development but I didn't have like a path for it like um like recently I looked at an old spreadsheet that I wrote um um from 2016 I was like how to fix Tara and I was like well I want to be less possessive or I want to be more positive more confident mm -hmm. and um, all these things that I wrote down and like the things that I journaled and then I just never came around to doing it so during that time, I didn't have, I, I like, I was full of anxiety. Like I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan for personal peace. I didn't have a way to figure out how to reach peace of mind. All I knew was anxiety because what I had growing up, you know, um, my entire life. So I really didn't know how to deal with it. So I didn't really connect the dots until I started this journey, until I started this, um, this personal peace plan that I've developed. So back then, yeah, during school, I didn't, I really didn't have what I have now, like the mindset training and everything. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm very curious to know about, you know, so you um, it didn't work out with the accounting job, um, kind of resonate with that because I didn't work in accounting, but I was in financial planning for a bit, uh, for a few mm -hmm. years and, and just didn't like it. <laughs> and, you know, I think in a way or another I resonate with you because my dad used to work in banking, and so it's kind of following the path, you know, your subconscious mind sees that kind of is your, you know, how is your blueprint of life. And then you kind of get there and you realize it's not for you. So right. I want to know about the switch from the moment that you say, you know, what, well, I want to start my own business. And how was it like? And, you know, what was the moment that you kind of realized this is what I want to do? Gotcha. Now... Honestly, it was kind of fearful for me. Like when I first wrote my book, I was like, this is my story. So I'm sharing this with the world and, or, you know, I'm sharing with this with people so far, like the whole world doesn't know yet, but I'm sharing it. Like, basically I was putting my story out there. So I was like, oh my goodness, like people are like people that I know are going to think that I'm nuts. And you know, I'm, what I was thinking and my thought patterns and everything like that, like all my anxious thoughts. And like people who read it, like some people have really like resonated with it. Like um, I had a testimonial where somebody said like they actually cried because they thought they were the only one thinking that way. Mm. So um, my journey wasn't easy because like starting a business wasn't easy because I really had to put myself out there and get past the fear of the judgment of me being an author. Like at first, um, I wasn't even posting like on my personal profile. Like I was going to these author groups and I'm like, hey, everybody's author here. So everybody will understand, you know? So we're like, like people. So nobody is judging me there. So it really took like, I've been, I wrote my book. I published my book in December, 2019. So it was almost two years ago that I published my book. So it took me about, um, it, I'm, it, it took me a while to get comfortable with like people knowing what I'm doing, like people like at my at my job, you know, 
knowing what I'm doing because it's like they're looking at me and they're like, oh, what's she doing? You know, she's is in my own mind. Like, oh, people are like, what does she think she's doing? Like, who does she think she is and all that stuff? I had to really like get past that and and just get on a path for myself and for the people who I wanted to serve. So I really struggled with that for a little bit, like that imposter syndrome and everything. And it's a lot better now because um, mostly on Facebook is I have like family friends and they don't really understand, you know, you got to meet a group of entrepreneurs who really understand your mission and your purpose. But a lot of people on Facebook, like they want to post about their kids or they want to post about their dogs or, you know, stuff like that, like stuff that really, they don't really care about what I'm doing basically. So um, the, the part for me starting my own business was hard, like getting through those mental blocks. But and then really having to realize that I'm doing it for me as far as the people who I want to serve as well. So um, like like my author journey wasn't easy. And now, like you said, I'm starting my business like I do. I just recently got my LLC in um, I think it was December of this year. So it took like two years of finally come around to get my LLC. I was kind of putting it off. I was like, oh, I don't need it, but I actually do need it, you know, yes. um, with the people that I'm working with now, you know. So, um, I, you know, I just got more comfortable with it, comfortable, more comfortable putting myself out there. And now that I'm a, I'm a business owner, you know, it's called Terrified Publishing, where I help people, wellness and personal development. So um, actually the starting of the business, um, you know, it's, it's not easy. Like I said, it's, it's not easy. The author journey wasn't easy. Starting of the business isn't easy, but this is the path that I choose. And this is the path that I'm going to continue to be on and to grow on. So. I love it. I love it. What, what was some, what were some of the hardest moments for you when you, when you started your business? Like what was some of, maybe you have some stories of moments that you wanted to give up and you wanted to just quit, uh, but you didn't. I'm very curious to know about that. Now, the funny thing is, like, I never wanted to actually quit, but I did think, oh, my goodness, like, like, I would make an offer, like, on my Instagram post, like, oh, I have all this stuff, I have everything to share, you know, I have, like, um, a 30 ways to think more positively course, or, and I just recently started my anxious author course, my anxious author starter kit, so it's like, like, it's like, can't these people see them just trying to help them, you know, like, that kind of thing, so it's like, I have so much to share, like so much value. And you just have to be patient with it. Like, um, um, like it takes someone seven times, like to actually pump, like to actually know, like, and trust you. like they actually, it's like, you think about it, like as a commercial, like when you see a commercial over and over, then you're like, oh, maybe I'll go and grab that. But you have to see it over and over. Like for me, the hardest part was I wasn't going to make one post and then everybody's going to flock to me. So I think that was the hardest part. It's like, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm me. And I think, I think the hardest part is thinking that everybody should just, like the world revolves around me, honestly. <laughs> like, like everybody should just flock to me. I think the hardest part was to actually keep consistency and like to and, like, realize that I'm, you know, I'm doing a good job and you have to actually plant the seeds first, water them, and then you'll reap the benefits. You know, like um, most people, I think most people give up because they think it's an overnight thing, but it's not overnight. You know, you have to nurture your audience. You have to keep showing up all the time. So I think that's the hardest part is um, keeping consistent. Like I never said, oh, I just want to give up, not do this anymore. Because I know that I know that this is the path that I'm, that I'm supposed to be on and I'm going to keep staying on this path until I get 
reach the height of success that I'm, I know that I'm going to achieve. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, it's really powerful. And one of the things that I, that I read on, you know, uh, the way that you help women is obviously fear, anxiety, but it's also the imposter syndrome. And you just mentioned about that before. And I think a lot of the people listening to this podcast, they, they have in a way or another faced that, that fear, that, you know, that, that, that worry that I'm not good enough or um, who am I to be teaching these? I'm not qualified. Uh, the, one of the biggest questions, one of the biggest objections I get from people is, oh, but I, I don't have a qualification. <laughs> I don't have a PhD or master degree in this. And mm-hmm. I'm, I was curious to know about yourself. How did you overcome that, um, that original you know, fear? And how do you help also other people that you work with to overcome that? Gotcha. Now, the thing is, you don't need a piece of paper to be an expert. Like at first I thought like being like me going to college, I was like, well, you gotta have a degree, you gotta have a paper. But the thing is I had a degree, like I had a degree in accounting and I couldn't get anywhere in the end. I couldn't get where I wanted to get. Mm -hmm. So it's more about experience. So I kind of correlated that to my experience with accounting. Yeah, I had the paper, but it was more about the experience. So. For me, you don't have to have a piece of paper. You don't have a have to have a PhD. Like, like I'm not a like I'm not a I'm not a certified life coach. So I was thinking like like I even dealt with that too. Like, oh, I don't have any certifications. But really, it's about the experience. It's about how you help people. Like a paper is just it's just a paper. I mean, of course it has it gives you credibility, but it's what the experience is. And like when I first started off as a mentor, I would look and I would say. I would look at sites and it says, do you need to have like a paper to be an anxiety coach? Or do you need to, you know, have a paper? And everybody said, no, it's mostly more about the experience. Like, sure, you can get another cert- certification. You can get five, four or five, six certifications. But if you don't have the experience or the knowledge to actually help anybody, like those papers, like they're just papers. You know? yep. So what it is, you actually have to get out. Like you don't, you can, you, like what gives you the confidence is actually getting out there and helping people. Like I can, I can get a paper, but if I haven't helped anybody, if I haven't had any testimonials, if I hadn't gotten out there and actually helped anybody, then the papers wouldn't help me. So um, you don't have to, and if I would, I also read Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. I don't know if you're um, familiar with him or not, but um, he says that basically he doesn't have any certifications and he's like very successful. And Tony Robbins doesn't have any certifications. So like looking at these people, it's like I can get out there and start helping, you know, as long as I'm I'm training and giving myself the knowledge, you know, I don't need that. So basically, that's how I dealt with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and um, I think a lot of people, they get stuck with that. But the, the only s- single important thing that matters is whoever you, you work with, they only care that you take them from A to B. They don't care about anything else. They don't care that you are a doctor or you have a PhD. They care that what you're promising is going to be, be delivered to your coaching. That's it. Right. As simple as that. Right. And, and the reality is that even if you are, um, you know, with a bachelor degree and you're you know, certified and everything, until you do it and you help someone see the result and you see their face, once they work with you and how grateful they are for the result that you deliver, 
you're never going to have the level of confidence. And I think a lot of people get stuck into this. And Russell Branson is one of the first that really talks about get three testimonials. I think that at the beginning of his journey, he got three testimonials. He did the funnel for free. Same with Tony Robbins. He did his funnel. Yeah. And then he got the testimonial that creates the undeniable evidence that, you know, like when someone gives you the testimonial, it's just getting the ball rolling and, and everything starts working the right direction. Right. So, right. So, so it's very powerful. Um, right. What, what is and a piece of advice that you would give to someone that is where, you know, you were at the beginning with that anxiety and the fear of starting a business and the fear of judgment and what are people going to think about me? What piece of advice would you give to someone that is in that situation is maybe is listening to the opinion of people that never done an online business. So they don't know what an online business is. Because I think it's right. one, one of the biggest problems that me and Renata had talking to people that never had an online, an online business. So they had no idea what we're talking about. And they mm -hmm. tell you that you shouldn't do it, that you, you know, it's just a waste of time. And why don't you get a job? And what, what piece of advice would you give to someone in that situation that is really like considering giving up? And, and um, yeah. I would tell them to listen to their why. Like, why, why do they want an online business? Why, what is causing them to get, get started? Um, I would tell them that you're people are going to say that you aren't good enough or that you're not going to make it. Um, and I would also advise them to get with a community of like-minded people who really understand, like, who have an online business. And, and basically, the people that are telling you to give up and they may have something they may want to start on this online business and they may be casting their fears on to you so i would say that if you really have it in you and you you if that's your desire i would say that you have to and you you have to live it the way you want to live it and i dealt with that too um like with my parents you know um they're like why don't you just get like another accounting job or something I'm like, well, that's not really what I want to do, you know, and they, and they see me every day working on this and just, you know, just grinding out and they don't understand, you know, they don't understand online business, you know, they're old school and everything. So, and I try and explain to them, you know, what I'm doing and this is the path that I'm on. And it gets frustrating when you're trying to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand and they're not going to understand until they see where, you know, they see me more, more developed or or they'll see me driving a better car or something like that you know which is which is you know sad but i would just tell them to stay the course um basically do what you want to do for yourself you know and um i would give my i have a framework that i use it's called race so it's r-a-c-e like race to recovery so i would tell them to realize realize what they want to do you know um accept that there's people around that you that are not gonna agree. And, and the challenge would be to rise to the occasion. Like, are you gonna do your online business or are you going to listen to other people? And then your exercise would actually be to go through with building your business, starting your business and getting your mind right. Cause like mindset is the first thing in every business. Like everything, mindset ties to everything. Anything you're gonna do, any decisions you're gonna make. So basically 
that's your race. Like that's your challenge. So you race to your recovery, race to your anxiety relief, race to what you want to do with your life, basically. Mm, I love it. I love it. Uh, oh my God. From, from what you just said, I, I just came up with a lot of, uh, a lot of questions. And <laughs> the first one is, <laughs> did you find a community when you started of a community of people that you call, um, you know, like-minded people. And if, if, if so, uh, what community did you, did you join? And if that helped you? Now, when I first started, like I published my book through Kindle Cashflow, my first book, I published it through Kindle Cashflow University. So then from there, um, I met somebody who helped me, like he helped me as far as getting my book, um, like getting my email list together. And he said, Hey, if you want to get more exposure to your group, group, um, to your book, then you'll have to do click funnels. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do click funnels. But then like I did the one funnel away challenge, but um, the click funnels, it just, I didn't purchase it because I kind I kind of had like fear around it. I was like, oh, who's going to help me? And, and um, is it worth it? You know, all those thoughts. So then from that point, I met somebody else. Um, his name is Raheem uh, Faruni. So he was in click funnels and then he got me to his group so then from that group, I started learning from him and I met my accountability, accountability, yeah, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> I met my accountability partner. Yes, so yes. I went like a full circle. Like I started with Kindle Cash Flow, then I went to the One Funnel Way Challenge, and then I met um, my mentor Rahim, and then I met my accountability partner. So that's when my little our like-minded group came apart, came about. And then I would also find like Facebook groups, like I joined like the self-help and positive <laughs> vibes group. Bless you. And I also um, like different author groups and different coaching groups. So that's when I found like my like minded. Like it took a little bit. Like it didn't come up like right my journey, but it took a while to kind of find people. And a mental wealth mentor, then the more people started attracting, I started attracting more like minded people or even like people that were me from last year. Like I say, like from my journey, you know, I've grown and I developed a lot. So I would attract people that I, you know, that I would have met, I mean, what I, that were basically, like I said, me from last year, like as far as just starting out and not knowing which way to go and, mm-hmm. and have, you know, anxiety and, you know, just need like that, that mindset training or just need that extra confidence to believe in themselves to do what they want to do. So. Mm, so true, so true. Did you, uh, obviously you spoke about finding a mentor, this guy that helped you with your business. How was your experience in finding someone, someone like him? Did you find other people that wasted your time, your money, or deflated you? Because I know an enormous amount of people online are super deflated, super disappointed about, you know, joining coaches that are not delivering what they promised. They take, they charge a lot of money and people end up giving up. Um, mm-hmm. how was your experience on that side and, um, you know, how did they go? Now I did have a coach, um, when I first started, um, she was teaching me how to become a life coach, but, um, and I, at the same time I was in my, my mentors group as well. So I had two, so I was like, wasn't really, I guess I wasn't trusting the process. I was like, well, I have him to teach me the marketing and, and then she'll teach me how to be a coach. So she was teaching me how to be a coach. and then. Um, I don't feel that she was teaching me everything that I needed. 
like, um, she taught me like how to control like a conversation, like in a coaching session, but, and I did learn some things from her, but I ended up, I don't think that she gave me everything that I needed or, um, and, and, and like you said, it became too expensive. So I worked with her for, um, I, I worked with her for like three months and I still wasn't, she, she got, helped me get through some mental blocks, but I still wasn't where I am today. You know, it still took like, some more, you know, some more times. Like if I was still with her, who, you know, I might've spent a hundred thousand dollars, you know, I, you know, I just don't know. So, um, after that, I got with my accountability, um, partner that I have now, like he helped me put, he helped me with mindset. He helped me um, put my website together. He helped me like with my social media posts. It's like a one-stop shop for everything, you know? And it, it's just like, so I did find, like, I don't feel I was deflated, but I did find that I didn't get everything that I needed from the courses that I've taken. Like, 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 like I said, I did Kindle cash flow, and, um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, they said, I mean, maybe I didn't stick it out long enough. Um, honestly, like I, I published one book through them and I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta find a way to get this book out here. And that's then that's when I went to click funnel. So it could have been that I didn't give it like a good college try. Like I didn't stay with it long enough, but I would say that I didn't thank God I didn't burn through like tens of thousands of dollars, you know, trying to get started, you know, so I, I would say I wasn't deflated, but I just had some experiences that made me, you know, appreciative of the, of this experience that I have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes, it makes total sense. What, what do you think is, is any, anything that you, that you see consistently as a trait, as a belief in people that succeed? in uh, in this in, in this business that you're in like do you see any you know consistent pattern of people that are successful versus people versus people that can't succeed or that they don't make it what what do you think is you know commonality is having a routine like and and having um the mindset because if you don't have the mindset to succeed then you won't succeed like basically you have to see yourself like and I struggled with this for a little bit like I would talk to, with my partner and he's like you have to see yourself having like like 10k months you have to see yourself having 20k months so you actually have to see it so it actually has to do with visualization and and mindset and also like I said routine like if you're sitting around watching tv for hours instead of working on your business then you're wondering why you're not getting where you want to go so I'd say it's visual it's visualization and it's mindset like and um you know, personal development. I feel you have to have personal development, mm. like as as a you have to have some kind of self care, self love routine. And like, I didn't have that before, but I have it now. Like, um, you know, I get up every morning and I do my my workout routine. Like, I'll do my yoga or I'll do my my um my strength training or my stretching. You know, so I feel like like I'll have to have like a routine where I'll eat something healthy first and then. I'll do my workout and then I'll sit at my computer and start working on my business for um, two hours. So you got to have like time management, you got to have visualization and you got to have routine. So I feel like that those are the things that you need to be successful. Mm, so powerful, so powerful. And and I think to add into that was just some patience because I think we, we all want things fast. Uh, patience for me has been a big one because um, you know, you not being patient doesn't help. <laughs> 
Right, exactly. you, know, you need also to allow time. It's like in nature, you know, plants take time to grow. Um, you know, things take time to evolve and the same with the business, right? Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I'm guilty of not having patience. I am. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, like I wanted to put like one post out and think everybody would gravitate to it, but it doesn't work like that. You know, like you got to have time to nurture people and, and for people to get to know, like, and trust you. So, you, you know, you just, it, it takes time, you know, it's not going to happen. Like if you see somebody saying like a get rich quick screen scheme, then you run away from those kind of people, you know? So, and you know, like it takes time with growing a business. It takes time with developing your mindset to it, everything that you want and anything takes time. So I totally agree. Mindset is such a powerful part. I'm actually look, watching um, a masterclass from Lewis Hamilton, the Formula One driver, and literally is all mindset, you know, to, to be at that level, to keep the level of focus, to, to drive cars at that level to maintain the level of consistency in the training. Um, you know, it's interesting how business, sport, relationship, life, at the end of the day, there is a quote that says, the only single thing that can stop you from achieving your goals is what is sitting between your ears. Right. And it says, keep your head down, keep doing the work, and you will be just fine. And it's right. so deep and so profound because at the end of the day you can learn to do the the funnel on click funnel you can learn the you know email marketing you can learn copywriting and marketing and sales you but at the end of the day if you don't have that mindset to persist to go through the the problems to to face the you know the moments that are not the things not go right you can have all the skill set in the world but it's not going to help you Right. So. right. Right. Yeah. Like my, my business partner, Derek, he said, I can give you a million dollar plan, but if you don't know what to do with it, it doesn't matter. You know? So like, like you said, it's the mindset, like, um, um, like I can get a million dollars tomorrow, but if I don't know how to manage it, it's going to be gone, you know? So exactly. definitely it's mindset. Exactly. Exactly. What do you, what do you think was when you went through these tough times of fear and, you know, judgment and people were struggling, what do you think was the reason really got you to keep going, to, to persist through that? Um, I think the reason that got me to keep going is because um, I like developed like a small, um, well, if they're looking at me, like, I'm telling you guys to overcome worry, fear, anxiety. Like I have to do it myself. Like I have to lead by example. So like, um, and that's why I started exercising every day. It's like, if I'm like, I have to do the things that I'm telling these people to do. And that's why I started journaling. So like, I have to keep up with it. Like, it's no point. If I'm not keeping up with it, I can't share it with anybody else. So I think it came from the fact that I've already started and um, I don't want to look like, well, I shouldn't worry about what anybody thinks. But I don't want to look like I'm not going to achieve something. You know, I have people who are looking up to me, who like I might be inspiring somebody every day. And it, like I might be the reason that they might be able to push through. So now it's not just me anymore. Like it's bigger than me. So I've got other people looking at me like I don't know who's on, but I could be in, expi inspiring somebody every day. 
like keep going for the people that I inspire. So I have to push that they can do it. If I can do it, they can do it. You know, because I was a I was a nervous wreck. You know, so I'm I'm you know I'm not anymore. So it's like I have to keep going for them, and basically for my my family. Like like you know, I have a little niece. You know. I have a seven-year-old niece, I have a 11-year-old nephew, and I have a 11-month-old niece. So I want to be able to show them what I'm doing. I want them to be proud of me. Like, oh, that's my auntie. You know, my auntie did all this for me. So that's basically why I keep going as well. I love it. I love it. It's um, an exercise that, that I do in my, my, in my own program, where it's the seven-level deep exercise, where you, you ask yourself, so why do you want to be successful? And then you start with the first reason and why is this important to you? And then you go level down until you find most of the time is family. It's related to family relationships and inspiring other people. So it's very, very powerful. Um, before I go to my last few questions, um, Tara, what, you know, how is that you work usually with clients, you know, specifically, uh, you know, you, you work with women. Do you want to maybe share a little bit more about, about the work that you do? Gotcha. Now, when I first started, um, I was almost like a therapist and like, I was like, well, I'm not a therapist. Like I would do one-on-one, like we did, like, um, we did, uh, it was 12 sessions we did. And I would, you know, we would, we would basically just talk. It was like a natural conversation. And, um, we, she would tell me her problems. And like, I gave her the race framework, like the race that I gave you, I said, you know, um, I gave her exercise and I was like, well, I want you to realize, accept, challenge, exercise. So it could, would have been a scenario and I told her to race. So I've told her to write those things out. So that was how I began. And now I pivoted to where I want to work with, with um, basically introverted entrepreneurial minded women. So I have, like I said, I do journaling. So I help them find peace of mind, um, purpose for time and um, powerful lifestyle. So what that means is like um, for the working introverted women, um, more businesses are really including mindset. So I think mindset and journaling come together. So as a way to get more clientele into your business, why not add digital journals, you know, digital journals, checklists and everything like that. So I would work with like, like on a group session where we'll come in and we'll do group journaling sessions. We'll, we'll basically just go over our, our, our journals, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I've like transitioned from, from doing the one-on-ones more like, um, more like journaling and more to help anybody who wants to become an author. So I'm more geared towards people who have like an online, like business idea, like not just helping anybody with anxiety, but maybe they'll have anxiety about starting a business, anxiety about writing a book or, you know, and just need like an outlet for it. And that's what like the journaling and the clarity is for. And maybe they need help with direction and on what exactly they want to do online. So that's the, what I help with. Very powerful, very powerful. And I think it's, it's something that a lot of people need help. Um, journaling is super powerful, um, like meditation as well. Um, I, you know, personally, I do a lot more meditation and gratitude exercises. Renata, she's a lot more into journaling. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's finding what works, you know, for, you know, whatever works for you, incorporate that into your, into your morning routine, into your daily routine, 
and develop these habits because the more you do it, the more confident you get, the more confident you get, the more becomes automatic. And, and one of the things that I noticed late last year, I started slacking, you know, a little bit into my meditation and that, and that, you know, routine that I had. And I just saw that straight away being reflected in my business. So very, very powerful what you just shared. Um, okay. So love to ask you uh, the last five questions. The first one is if you were to write a sentence on a giant billboard, that the entire world can read them. What would you write? For some reason, I am powerful came to me. Um, that yeah, that was the first thing that came to my mind because like um, I didn't realize like how powerful like I was before. Like it was like oh, I'm just this I'm just this little introverted Tara, you know. Before like I didn't have a voice, you know. Um, but now I realize that I do have a voice, and I realize that there are people that need to hear from me. And, um, and my story is powerful because there's a lot of people who are going through anxiety and they feel alone and they feel like they can't, don't have anybody to connect with and to resonate with. So, um, and that's what I'm here for, to serve that purpose for people to look up to like somebody who's looking for, for um, somebody like me who actually wants to give a voice to the voiceless, a voice to the anxious, people so i would say that i'm powerful that's the first thing that came to my mind so i'm going to stick with that amazing amazing i love it really good the second one is if you could spend five minutes with a 16 years old version of yourself what advice would you give i would tell her to stop being anxious like <laughs> like like my 16 year old self like it was like um, that was like the the roughest time for me because I just um, I would cry every day. I was just very anxious. I didn't have any self care, any self love. Um, I would tell her that that you're amazing. I would tell her that um, I would tell her that everything's going to be okay and to love yourself and you know that you're beautiful and. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be depressed because that's exactly where I was at that age. Um, I just didn't. And I think it's because I didn't have um, I didn't have any self-care. I didn't have anybody building me up, basically. So I would be building my 16-year-old self up with positive affirmations and um, personal development. So I would tell her there is no need to be anxious or um, anxiety won't last always. I think it was Renata, I was reading a book from Sadhguru that it was saying pain is physical. You know, you, you get hurt, it's pain. But suffering, we don't need to suffer. It's a decision. Most people suffer for something that happened in the past and doesn't exist, or a fear of something that might happen in the future and still doesn't exist right now. So why suffer? You know, why suffer in this moment? And, and uh, whenever I'm trying to put myself in that state when something happens that frustrates me or um you know makes me angry it's already the past it's already gone so so why suffer um it makes life so much easier um the last the other question is what is success to you success to me hmm, what is success i mean most people think success is money but 
I don't think it's necessarily money because money is a tool and money is something that can come and go. Like, I can get, like I said earlier, I can get, I can get a million dollars and lose it tomorrow. So I think success is actually, it goes back to mindset. Like success is your, your mindset, the way you view yourself. Um, success is how you see it. So um, like I haven't sold a thousand copies of my book, but I'm still successful because I have, I have a folder full of testimonials. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, my business that I've, I've put together, Terrified Publishing, where I help people get terrified. So I say that I'm successful. I'm successful now. So I say success is the way you see yourself the way, and where you are and be grateful for where you are because you're, it's always growth. So success, yeah, like you're never going to stay the same. I think success is when you're always looking to improve as well, because if you're mm-hmm. not improving, then you're, you're dead. I mean, you're, you're staying the same. So like, even when you reach the point where you think you're your most successful, you're not, you still have to keep going because you have to keep up the momentum. So I think success is building up momentum, growth, and how you see yourself is where you are and just enjoying the process and the journey. Absolutely love it. Um, I resonate so much with that. And to me, success is literally uh, growing and making progress every single day. And when you, when you get to the end of your journey, looking back and say, wow, what an amazing journey. That to me is right. success. But it comes back to learning, growing, making progress, you know, as much as you can and be a better person every single day. Um, what is the best advice you ever received from someone? The best advice I've ever received from someone. Hmm. I would say to just be myself, like someone like just be me, like just be transparent because nobody else is me. Like being like my transparency has been like my superpower. How people resonate. So that's how it's like I didn't see the value of myself because I didn't value me. But now that on this journey, it's like just share you, just be you, because there's you're unique. There's nobody else that's you. Like I have a twin, but she's her and I'm me. So nobody else is me. So just be Tara. Just be me. So yes, I love it. I love it. Awesome. Tara, before my last question, where can people find you online? And if they want to get in touch with you, to work with you, how how can they do that? Okay, so I'm on Instagram and it's Tara, T-A-R-A underscore Martina, M-A-R-T-I-N-A underscore Tara. I mean, I'm sorry. Wow. Let me do that again. (laughs) So it's T-A-R-A underscore Martina, M-A-R-T-I-N-A underscore. And I also have a website. It's called panictopicnic.com. That's panic, P-A-N-I-C-T-O. P-I-C-N-I-C.com, com, And I also have a author page. It's called Tara Hayes Author. And I have a Facebook group called The Terrified Tribe. So at any of those points, you guys can reach me and connect with me in any of those. I love it. I love it. Okay, my last, very, very, very last question. What is the impact that you want to make on others? The impact I want to make on others is that you, even though you're introverted, like I'm introverted, like introvert doesn't mean that 
you can't succeed. Like for years, I thought that, oh, I'm introverted. I can't succeed. And that's one reason why I did the accounting thing. It's like, oh, I'll just go behind a cubicle and crunch numbers. I don't have to talk to people and everything. So I was not talking and not having success. And also I would say that don't let anxiety hold you back either. Like um, you, and, and also you can still have anxiety and still push through it. Like, I'm not saying that I'm anxiety free. Like it's, it's about managing anxiety. Of course I'm human. Like everybody has a, a touch of anxiety in them. And that doesn't mean that you're not growing and you're not improving because you still experience anxiety. So the impact I wanna make is that you can be successful as an introvert. You can be successful with anxiety and fear is what you do to get past those fears and not let them hold you back and not let them hold you in place and paralyze you. And you can have the life that you want and you can keep working towards the life that you desire. Like you don't have to live for anyone else but you. You don't have to do what anybody else wants you to do. Like you have to rebuild yourself. You have to restructure yourself. You have to live your life for you because you work and paying bills, that's not living. Living is what you want to do and where you like what resonates with you and what and what energizes you every day. So that's the impact that I want to make um, that you can be successful through anxiety for you. I love it. You shared some really, really uh, powerful stories. And I think, you know, people listening will will make a lot out of this. Um, it's been very, uh, very powerful. So thank you so much, Tara, for, for joining us today. It's been uh, it's been awesome. Thank you so much.